Heyo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineered. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. So good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon, Jade. We are, of course, recording in the afternoon, but wherever you're listening, as I have just been corrected to, it may be morning, it may be nighttime, it may be lunchtime, whatever time of day it is, hello and welcome. How are you today, Jade? I am amazing, as always. I'm stoked. So I've actually just opened up my doors bit. and I've got fresh air, so I'm feeling like a I've just got a new lease of life. The wind stopped and I'm, nice. I can breathe the fresh air. Nice. The <laughs> wind is absolutely howling here at the moment. I've got the window open like this much and the air is just howling through. Um, just that it's hot though. So I've sort of got air coming through, but I can't open the windows anymore because I'll get blown away. It's just one of them days. And the <laughs> surf will be I just gone. got to open this. This was all closed before and I was dying. And now it's beautiful. <laughs> so, of course, we do want to talk more than just the weather today, and we are talking teams. Now, on our last one, we talked about the coach and the captain's role in a team and how, how important it is to recognise those different roles and, and trust each other in those roles. So linking on from that, we thought we might talk about the team huddle and how that applies into your team. Yeah, I, I, whenever I hear huddle, I feel like I need to take a knee. Uh, <laughs> and as the running back, I'd always be at the, at the literally at the knees of a quarterback. I was like, it's a huddle, shit. <laughs> um, it's like it's, in, like it's ingrained into me. It's like, okay, I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so there's a... There's and and a, of course, getting down onto one knee for some people is a lot further than others. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's not very far at all. <laughs> Uh, I, I have had it said that I am knee height or a grasshopper, uh, just like the small <laughs> mini humans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we were talking about because we were on that analogy of building our our premiership or Super Bowl team, the the coach captain thing. We're like, well, what else? What else do we take? What else can we take from building these like elite level football teams or? Yeah, ball sports teams, any teams really, to sports teams team. to over to the the workshop, the office and our business teams. And we were like, well, we run huddles and we talk a lot about the importance of huddles. And so we thought, well, let's jam on that. And how do you take a knee in a digital or an online huddle? Uh, I like, no, I often take an actual knee or a <laughs> <laughs> it, I have I have been known to even to take a seat on the floor, but uh, <laughs> but it's um, so, it, it's the for well, me well, that's well, that mental thing, right? It's it is actually a physical cue um, to pay attention, um, yep. but but it is that's that is how you take the knee. It's making that decision to, I think, shift into a state but also yep. change the the environment or the stance. So instead of doing, say, a meeting where people sit, you stand. And that's why you often hear huddles yep. are called stand-ups, um, as is called a stand-up. Um, but it's no but, joke. 
And, and it's no joke. <laughs> Everyone is meant. Do you know what? Oh, I haven't been making people stand up lately. That therein lies the problem. Uh, there we is. had a. Oh, not, note to self, people. We actually noticed a marked difference in our huddle on Thursday in the energy. A, because we told everyone to think about their energy and, and curate it before they came in. But there was more of us standing than there was sitting. Yep. And I don't think yep. that that's an accident on the energy levels. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, of course, what we're talking about is um, – the weekly huddle, the daily huddle, you know, how, whatever the frequency is that you need to bring it into your team. And there's there's certainly no fixed number. There's no right or wrong in this. And that's um, if you're starting to build your team and your team culture, don't read a book and someone says that you've got to do it every day, so do it every day. And don't read another book and see that it's every week and do it every week or for every that 10 sake. days. You need to... <laughs> yep. Or every Monday. Whatever that number is, just... Key, oh, no, not Mondays. Uh, but key into your own team. And he, this is a good good example, and, and I'm, I'm sort of sidestepping where we we're going to start, but this is a that really a good too? example where, oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, no. So for us and, and for our team um, at, at APT, we made the decision not to start the week with a, with a meeting with a stand-up. And the reason for that is, is that coming in on a Monday, everyone's bringing their own stuff in from the weekend, whether that's a distraction on a good side or a distraction on a bad side. There's a lot of things need to happen on a Monday around payroll, timesheets, finishing, you know, making sure that last week is actually closed off, this week's actually starting. So, you know, all the boring stuff, but all the things that we actually need to get done on a Monday. So we took the decision that our week would run Tuesday to Tuesday. So that we didn't get hung up with Mondays. Oh, someone, so-and-so's got to be doing this or there was a hiccup in the payroll. So we've got, you know, so-and-so's out fixing that or whatever it is, means that we can come in and Tuesday being the start, we should be able to just get into, right, where are we up to? Let's keep moving. What I love about us changing to Tuesday to Tuesday is that it's flipping the switch and it's, it's changing the script. So we'll probably talk more about the book, The Power of Moments, but just different scripting and we talk about it a lot with what we do like using tours of duty instead of job descriptions but deframing things everyone has a mental construct of a monday meeting they've got some sort of ptsd from it and do you know what i mean and it, it pre-programs to be like it's it's not going to be super positive right it's not going to be super fun um so so monday morning meeting is walk in sit down make sure your coffee's there fall asleep doodle <laughs> on the paper text message your mate look at the emails on your computer. That That's how we run a meeting, isn't it? A Monday meeting? Yeah. Or, or get screamed at about where we're at in terms of productivity, uptime, downtime, profitability, and blah, blah, blah. And there is nothing fun about any of that. Um, so what I do love is changing your week, but it also means there's not that mad rush on a Friday to, oh my God, didn't get it done. Or someone's dropped the ball. Like you, just reconstructing those timeframes makes a massive difference and allows you to create your own environment and structure around it. So we don't just do huddles on a, on a Tuesday. We also do a hurdle clear on a Thursday and we've put our hand up and gone, actually, maybe we've dropped the ball a little bit only doing two stand ups a week because we've found the energy's dropped and the, and the meetings have got longer 
and they've kind of lost some of the the edge that we wanted. And more importantly, we do Monday mindset, motivation, and milestone settings for ourselves. And we do Friday reflection sessions, what worked, what didn't work. And we had kind of got, I think, into this idea that maybe our team wouldn't want to do that. And was like, wait, why are we doing that? I've got my other clients doing it. We get so much out of you've The amount of times you've said to me before that the wheels fell off the wagon because you didn't do Monday. (laughs) Right? So we're now, but but it's a whole different situation. It's not a Monday meeting. And it's not actually a two-way conversation very much in that session. It's a, it's an active uh, journaling. It's a thinking thing for the people. Don't <gasps> use that word. Oh, the. Don't use that word. Don't use the that J word. Scare people off. Oh, the woo-woo stuff. <laughs> what a woo-woo thing. So, of course, we are stuff. talking about connecting with um, what's actually important for the week. Now, if, if you're feeling like, um, you know, connecting and journaling and all of that's sort of a little bit too woo-woo, what we're actually doing is we're setting our intentions. And um, I really, really liked, and I can't remember the exact words, I was listening to Jewel and Joe Rogan, and Jewel actually used exactly the same same words that you do, where, you know, we don't actually have a um, ideas problem, we have an implementation problem. Yeah, we don't have a knowledge problem, we have an implementation problem. I'm not up to that. Spoiler yeah. alert. That must be further along. Spoiler in the... alert. Oh, can you imagine? I'm going to go word, crazy when I get to that bit. The words are slightly different. Oh, there, there were so many jewels in it that, you know, you just can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Fun <laughs> city. Fun city. Bad joke. Just got to drop it. So, so of course, what, what I mean there is um, as we start the week, often we start the week and we don't really think about what we want on Friday. And yeah, we just what success yeah, looks we might like. start with just a to do. Yeah. And and we start with a to do list and we're just gonna tick things off. And yeah, you know, how does that how does that get us towards the end goal? What's how do we set the priority? So by taking a little bit of time to think outside of the tasks, it means that we can set our intention correctly. And by Friday we can feel like we've achieved so much more. Yeah, and it's not just about the work. So another jewel from Jewel about the looking at, you know, what you can do for your whole humans and, and how you can help look at the other aspects of their life and the other stresses in the life and things like that, which allows them to show up in a far more energetic, congruent yep. uh, energy and, and be more productive and profitable for you, more efficient, safer, because you've helped them with other stresses that could be going on. So this is why we run Tuesday to Tuesday for the tasky stuff. But on Mondays it is. It's a and and this is for anyone. This is not just for leaders. We we have uh, all team members on this. This is perfect for any any person should be doing this. I think it's one of the main things and definitely one of the key things I've taken out of my flow trainer training about being able to do feedback loops. If we don't look at Monday about setting the intention and what the milestones are we're working towards for the week and, and paint the picture of success, we can't do a proper reflection and feedback session on ourselves at the end of the week to know what worked and what didn't work and where we need to coach ourselves to be able to turn the dial up. So yeah. it's a it's a whole different reframe. The, the Mondays and Fridays are about the person individually. 
they might have some work tasks and it might be about how they show up, but it's on them. It's not a team meeting about the team performance and about the uh, stuff to get done. It really is that more holistic focus. Yep. Yeah. And taking that, that little bit of time out to just focus, to set the intention. So now we started the call and, you know, we were, we were freestyling a little bit and we went, let's, let's just record on this one. And we wanted to talk about the difference between um, a huddle or a stand up and a toolbox talk. And, you know, are they the same? Are they different? You know, should they be the same? So I might throw to you first and hear what you wanted to say. Yeah. So again, this is really interesting because I work with butchers as well, which if you guys have heard, and they do toolboxes for themselves as well. Any, any real trade probably does a toolbox, right? But it's more about the safety. It's more about managing um, downtime, making sure that we're being productive. It's a, it's got a bit for me. I envisage a toolbox of like, oh my God, snooze fest, stay within the lines, paint, like, there is tape on the floor for a reason. Do you have your steel caps on? Where's your glasses? Right? It's like PPP, PPE check. Like nice sharpened, like got all of our tools. Who who stole the Allen keys this time? Um, <laughs> right? And, you know, it, it's it's not fun. And not and I don't think a toolbox should necessarily be too fun. I don't think it should be boring. It should be engaging. But the the purpose of it should be short, sharp, really specific, really clear with really clear outcomes and that it is a little bit more um, steel-based, like task and outcome-based and that, you know, we're in and we're out, but it's it's on point. Whereas I feel like a huddle, and we were talking about, um, like if you thought about a football huddle or a team huddle, there's a couple of purposes to the huddle, right? It's, I think, firstly get the team focused and working towards the common goal and knowing what we're going for. So often it's like, okay, we're, you know, we're four tries down. And so, and it's, it's hopefully not up, often, hopefully not often. And it's, um, you know, it's just before half time. So let's, we're not going to get four tries before half time. Let's, let's focus on two. And it's like, okay, cool. Okay. Everyone knows what the goal is. Everyone knows what the painted picture of success is. We're going to empower the right individuals this is the place where we're going to run and, you know, fuck yeah, we've got this, let's go, motivation, right? So I think the purpose of the huddles should be getting the right people in the right places for the situation that we're looking at right now and and it's the shorter term focus rather than it's not about the the premiership strategy, it's the, the, next, the next quarter of the game, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, the, it's, it's that focus and it's getting the right people on point. It's, it's, comp, it's rallying the troops. It's, it's getting us there. But what we were just talking about then is you can't get everyone on board if there's not trust. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. We talked about trusting the captain in the last episode. Um, but the way we do it in teams, the way to build trust in teams is through connection. Right. The other thing is. You, what I've found in huddles before is like someone might give a play and if someone's not feeling confident on the field, they might go, actually, do you know what? I think I just broke my finger on that last try. That would usually be me. I've dived and I've broken a finger. That long ball that you've just suggested, I'm not your girl. Right? It gives the opportunity to- <laughs> That ain't going to work. It's 
probably catch it with my face. Um, now I've switched from my touch football days. Jeez. Now now I'm playing a winger again. I'm back on a touch field instead of a gridiron field. But uh, do you know what I mean? The people get to be honest with their ability or where they're at. And I think the same thing with our team. The huddles need to be about connection and not just the business because that's how we open it up to be vulnerable and to share where we're really at, but most importantly to build that that camaraderie. Can you hear yeah. that? No. A party <laughs> going on down there. Yeehaw. Friday party. Yeah. Tuesday party. Thursday party. Whatever day it is. <laughs> so um I, I sort of thought about the the idea of a toolbox talk and a and a um a huddle and I think often they get blended together and particularly in an engineering type world or a, that sort of thing they'll get blended together and I don't think that's necessarily the right way to run it because for me the toolbox talk is about pretty cool knowledge sharing so you know it's a um, something has gone wrong and we need everyone to understand this and so it needs to be engaging but it also needs to be short, sharp, to the point. This this isn't a discussion. This is stuff that you just need to know. So it needs to be, you know, right to the point. Now, some of that stuff might come out to the huddle later. You know, it might be the opportunity for the team to connect a little bit, discuss how that's um, feel. <laughs> it might be how that made them feel. Don't say that too loud. Um, the feely feel words. <laughs> but you know and and look I, I i've been through toolbox talks where someone got seriously injured or there was a fatality just up the road or things like that and you know the time to discuss it is not in the toolbox talk the toolbox talk is there to this is what happened this is why it happened this is what we're doing later the connection piece comes in put your foot in the hydraulic press that clears out the garbage chute yep. before turning yep. off all the power Unfortunately, I've been in that yeah. toolbox talk. Yep, yep. And and the the key point there is for the toolbox talk is that it has to deliver the message and needs to keep everyone engaged. So it can't be just. And on the fourth of September, there was an incident. We're already asleep. Okay, so it need there there needs to be a bit of um, passion behind why it's important to the team. We need to be focused on okay what do i want the team to feel after this now that's that's an important thing what emotion do i want to in, invoke in my team as i deliver this you know is it um hey we've had a really great month everything's going swimmingly you know well done team awesome effort we're going to smash it again next month or is it hey guys this shit's fucking scary make sure you pay 100 percent attention to this because otherwise joe blay lost his foot mm. right we're really really short to it now we might later in our team huddle and you know as that toolbox talk is delivered that might be the whole site that might be the whole organization but later we go off into our huddles and we talk with our teams and that's the time to connect that's the time where we all need to actually discuss what's going on you know what you know did that make me constrict um another jewel <laughs> yeah are we constricting or are we dilating so made me constrict and i'm i'm actually concerned about that because what I noticed was we've got these things that might happen as well. And that gives us a chance to express with our team about what's going on, build the connection and build the trust. Yeah, love it, love it. I'm gonna circle back to something you said. I, 
for some reason I thought we'd done a podcast on it, but then I realized it was actually the Monday mindset session that I did with the leaders. Um, so I talked, everything in there was around when you're running these huddles, when you're running your any sort of team meeting, sitting down and spending five minutes. So I ran an exercise and got everyone to, to go through the next meeting they're going to do. And everyone playing at home, you can do this, like just come back, rewatch it, look for the questions because I'm not going to give you the time to do it now. But before you go into I'll probably any, be in the show notes. Oh, they will be in the show notes. Yeah, excellent. And if you really want it, uh, met, just comment below that you want the huddle training. Um, and what it was was sitting down before any huddle, any team meeting, any interaction, and I even suggested doing it with mini humans, partners, anything. But grabbing a piece of paper and going, okay, what is the core outcome that I want out of this session? How do I want the people, what do I want the people to think at the end of it? What do I want them to actually do? What do I want them to feel? And I, what do I want them to say either to each other or themselves? Because you know when people leave them the meeting and they go to get their coffee, they're having a good old chat about it. So what do you want them to say? How do you want them to feel? Do you want them to feel motivated? pumped and you want them saying to the person next to them I've got this idea or can you help me like really thinking through if you can just answer what is the core outcome how do I want them to think feel do and say and you actually because we started with the thought of intention right if you and you you've heard me say this one before like which comes from Michael Beckford we don't have an attention deficit disorder i clearly have a cracking cage of ADHD, but that's not the biggest problem. My psychiatrist told me that, that we have an intention deficit disorder as a race, right? We're, we're, we're rolling into a meeting. I've got to have a huddle, shit, go to the huddle, get the thing done, like tick it off the list. There's no actual sitting and going, what is the intent of this? What do I really want to happen? Because, especially star creators, we know in our head what we want, but we don't use our words to explain it. And then we wonder why are people so fucking stupid? Why didn't they do the thing that, why didn't they do it to the level I want? Why did they do it that way? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they take initiative? Right? <laughs> because we didn't paint and, the picture. And it, it is important. We didn't paint the picture. And it's important to think about the message and how it's being received and, I think that's a that's a whole other topic on you know delivering the message the way that Thinking it needs to be received. <laughs> it it could be um, we we did record with Charlotte. We spoke about um, the communication thing and identifying how people communicate. So um, yeah, there's there's plenty of different ways to think about how that message is going to be received. But I think the key point for today is that you actually set the intention for that message. Mm. Yeah, whatever it is, and and think about the forum that you're in, so how, how you're delivering it. I think we, we sort of brushed past really, really quickly, but I think something that's really, really important in that um, in that huddle is that it has to be more than just business. Um, you just you just said, you know, I'm racing in, I've, I've got to get into this huddle, so I'm racing in and I've got my clipboard out and I, I race in and I tick, 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 and I race into the next one and I tick, 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 tick. And, and I think what we need to understand is that, um, and even, you know, so much more so at the moment where people are working remotely, is that we need some connection. We need to actually connect with people. 
more than anything, it means that we will be heard. If you don't connect, you don't, like, especially if you're remote, you don't even know what they're doing. If you, like, if they're on Zoom, is their camera on, is their camera off? But more importantly, Kyle, we've had a, we had a few people going back to work this week. Don't treat your huddles like you treat a Zoom meeting where you maybe Zoom in and out. Like the connection is the key, right? Yep. What, do you remember what we started our huddles off with this week? Oh, hang on. We started – now, yesterday was gratitude. Amy started with gratitude. Yes. Damn, no, I don't remember. What was Tuesday? Well, usually I start with an attitude of gratitude or we do 3G. So uh, what are you grateful for? How are you growing and what are you giving? Uh, or a bit of an icebreakers. We just talked like because someone had asked for a, something about a TV program or something. We actually just did a round of what's your binge-worthy TV series uh. and what's your favourite movie or your most recommended movie. Now that seems so like just wasting time but it made connection because – when people went, oh, I love that too, right? Then there's a shared bond, right? There's the no like, and trust. People are like me. And there was an opportunity to, like, you actually saw people kind of, like, lean in, like, me too. Like, I'm not the yeah. only weirdo that loves that, right? Or finding something interesting to go chasing. Well, it meant that I have now recommended, I haven't watched it myself yet, but because of Hayden, I've recommended Chernobyl and it's on my list. And my friend Cassie said at dinner the other night, Taco Tuesday, she's like, oh, I'm out of series. Like, what have you What have you got for me? I'm like, babe, you know that I don't watch fuck all. Like, you're asking me. She goes, yeah, but when you watch something, it's good. I said, okay, well, <laughs> Hayden's told me this three times now and he, he's interesting stuff. And he told me that he liked Vikings, Sons of Anarchy, um, and Yellowstone, which are all ones that I love, and they were on his high list. So I'm going to trust his judgment that Chernobyl is going to be good. <laughs> and she's like, "Radio, I'm on it." <laughs> and if he was wrong, it's an excuse to berate him later. Correct. Some friendly banter, <laughs> right? But it, but it banter. also that recommendation was crap. <laughs> that was terrible. But it it does give an insight into people's personalities too, right? So then we had two that their favorite movies had what's that guy ryan reynolds in it and i was judging i was just yep. throwing some judgment on them right then and there i was like ugh, ugh. <laughs> right but it is an insight into people's psyches like what do they like to do so when you actually think about the questions you ask that might seem silly there is so much you can learn about personalities a it forms connection people like each other they like other people like them they've got something else to talk about to bond over there are situations that can come out of, like you can d dissect something like a show or whatever. Um, but it also shows you how they like to relax and how you might be able to connect with them in the future. Like those, the the team members that talked about that is all of their favorite ones were around comedies, right? So that tells me something about them. A little, I don't know what it says about myself that I absolutely despise the comedies and I like Murder, Death, Kill which is why I don't watch TV so much anymore because Awaken the Species made me want to go away from that sort of energy. But um, I like the interesting stuff. I also love stuff based on history, right? And so it gives another talking point to connect as a human in other situations as well. Doing it with music is a fun one. Like what's your favorite, what's your go-to song when you're feeling shit? Like these things <laughs> can make a difference. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So an interesting talk today about huddles and you know, probably something that maybe we haven't considered to think about real deeply on you know, why it's important to our team and the team cohesion and all of that sort of stuff. But the key points that we spoke about today was you know, what's the difference between a toolbox and a huddle? And I think you know, personally, I think you need to keep a very clear distinction. Um, but also that your huddle should be a lot more than just business. You need to think about the connection piece as well as motivation, who's doing what, what the set plays are, what the workload is and all of that sort of stuff. But, you know, it's more than just business. Do something more. Just on that, the the biggest problem with with culture is when teams aren't cohesive and they don't connect and they don't communicate correctly. So this is an opportunity. So sometimes... Sometimes we don't do the the worky stuff that we have to do because of a time constraint. If I feel yep. that it's more important for me to get the team talking to each other better and connecting better because I've had some disruptances or, or friction, that can be, sometimes that is the most important thing. Facilitated connection and communication could be the thing that will fix all your other problems. Have an awesome afternoon and an awesome weekend, everyone. We will see you next week for a little bit more. Awesome. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce, and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.